Are you ready to talk sports with one of the leading sports journalists of today? Welcome to All Around Sports with John Inglesby. John's years of experience as a journalist has allowed him to net exclusive interviews with top players, former players, commissioners, and owners. John and his guests are ready to give you the straight word when it comes to sports. Now, let's talk all around sports. Here is your host, John Inglesby. Voice America listeners, welcome to my 508th ever show of all around sports. Reach Monday at noon Eastern time. We broadcast live from Florida to go all around the world of sports for one hour to discuss what happened last week and what's ahead for this week. To join the show, the call-in number is 1-866-472-5788, or you can email me at iir at comcast.net, which comes to me through my website at www.iirsportsoneword.com. As always, I will give you my highlights lowlights, and bizarre news items from this past week. Also, we will be joined next segment by our weekly call-in expert, A.P. Studham, veteran multimedia personality who covers SEC football and many other sports as well. Well, my highlight of the week is Penn State making a fabulous run through the Big Ten tournament down in Chicago before ultimately losing to Purdue. Late yesterday, they made a terrific come back to uh, bring it down to the last couple seconds, had a chance to tie for the two or go ahead with the three. And unfortunately, they had a traveling call uh, called on them. Uh, and that was that, but they came down, they came back beautifully in the last minute or two to make it that close. And, uh, they kind of did to Purdue what Indiana had done to them on Saturday, which was uh, let a big lead slip away in the final minute or two and uh, make it close at the end. But Penn State, obviously known more as a football school, is suddenly uh, suddenly making some noise in the world of basketball. I grew up near there, so I've followed them all my life. And uh and it's just nice to see uh, they're going to be playing Texas A&M on Thursday at 10 p.m. I think Penn State ended up with a 10 seed, uh, maybe a little low given how well they played in the Big Ten tournament, going again right to the championship game. Uh, but uh, I'm sure there's a lot of excitement down in State College. Texas A&M, I think, is number seven seed. So uh, that's going to be a good game. Again, late here on the East Coast, 10 p.m. starter. And uh, should be fun to watch. Again, they've, uh, they've showed up big time. Of course, that game led right into Selection Sunday yesterday uh, with the brackets now ready to go, ushering one of the great sports weeks of the year. We have play-in games. Uh, starting to tomorrow and uh that's always fun so tomorrow we have uh southeast missouri state at texas a&m cc and pittsburgh uh versus mississippi uh both on true tv as our wednesday's games farley dickinson the team that beat my alma mater st francis of pennsylvania 
We'll play Texas Southern on Wednesday and Nevada versus Arizona State on Wednesday as well. All these games are from Dayton, as is the tradition. And then we get underway uh, Thursday. Again, two of the best days in American sports, Thursday and Friday. There's 16 games. We all know it so well. It's buzzer beaters. It's switching from game to game. There's really just uh, nothing like it. Each day will go on for somewhere north of uh, 12, 13, 14 hours. Uh, and it's just fantastic. Uh, I know people who go out to Vegas simply for those two days. Uh, probably stay the weekend, too, for uh, for the Saturday and Sunday games as well. But it's on now, and it's just going to be... Uh, Fabulous, the number one seeds by region were Alabama, number one overall seed, Houston out of the American Athletic Conference, Kansas out of the Big 12, and as I mentioned earlier, Purdue, who won the Big 10 tournament, as well as the Big 10 regular season championship, uh, is also the, the number one seed. So it's going to be a lot of fun, as always. To uh, to get this going, and uh, and everybody just can't wait filling out their brackets today to be sure today tomorrow, and uh, it'll sure to be a memorable week. This college season has been a bit like no other, in that uh, there's just no clear cut dominant team. So I don't know if I can ever remember the field feeling so wide open. But that's what we have for this year, which should make it a lot of fun. Well, my low light of the week is Kevin Durant suffering an ankle injury after slipping in pregame last week. So he's unable to play for who knows how long. Uh, let's just say the NBA is a better place when Kevin Durant is playing. And everybody was so excited to see him play with the Phoenix Suns. It was actually, he slipped just uh, before uh, his home debut in Phoenix. So major disappointment for all the fans out there who were going to get their first look at him in a son's uniform. And uh, so just feel bad for Kevin Durant. He suddenly has a fairly lengthy injury issue here in the last couple of years. And... Uh, that's not good. It does appear that, you know, he might miss the rest of the regular season, but should be ready for the playoffs. But, you know, who knows? These things can be tricky. Um, so that certainly bears watching. My bizarre story of the week is Scotty Schiffler, Scheffler, excuse me, suddenly just coasting to the Players' Championship win yesterday up in Jacksonville, Pontevedra to be exact. And uh, he is just back at number one in the world. He's just on a roll. And uh, so he joins only Jack Nicholas and Tiger Woods as holding both the championship of the Masters, the Green Jacket, and uh, the players at the same time. And he's going to have that for another few weeks leading into the Masters in early April. 
So that is rare air, to put it mildly, when you're on a list <laughs> that includes only Jack and Tiger, you have joined uh, an exclusive fraternity, to put it mildly. And uh, so you have to think uh, between him and John Rahm, who <clears throat> pulled out of the players over the weekend with, uh, with an illness, uh, they're going to be, I would say, clearly the two favorites heading into the Masters. Um, a lot of excitement down here in the Tampa area with the Valspar getting underway this week and uh, up at legendary Innisbrook. Uh, I have played the course, the famous Copperhead course. It is spectacular. And uh, so it'll be a lot of excitement down here. And then you mix in March Madness, spring training. Uh, it's just a fabulous time to be in Florida. Uh, and speaking of baseball, World Baseball Classic is underway. Uh, intriguing. Has a Olympics feel to it. Um, so that's a lot of fun, to say the least. And NFL free agency gets rolling. And uh, it's going to be uh, <laughs> wild. It's already been wild. Um Jalen Ramsey traded yesterday to the Dolphins from the Rams. The Bears traded the number one pick for an absolute haul from the Carolina Panthers, who now, of course, hold the number one pick. Um, tampering pay period, I believe, begins as we speak. And, uh, of course, with all this... Um, what everybody's really watching is, of course, Aaron Rodgers. Uh, he is in the decision phase. The Packers gave him permission to speak with the Jets, or maybe I should say the Jets, permission to the Jets to speak with Aaron Rodgers. So everybody's holding their breath because this could cause dominoes to fall. Derek Carr, of course, signed with the Saints. And uh, now that there's some clarification uh with the bears uh trading the pick to the panthers um it's going to be fascinating to watch jimmy garoppolo still out there so we may start to see him his name uh immediately <laughs> uh, it's already a hot topic it's again uh they're allowed to talk teams are allowed to talk to free agents now and i think the league year when they can actually sign them, is Wednesday. So, it's going to be a fun week. Uh, never a dull moment in the sports world, uh, as evidence what we have here in mid-March. So now, let's take our break. And next up is our call-in expert, A.P. Stedham, veteran multimedia personality who covers SEC football and basketball, many other sports as well. So don't go anywhere. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Planning for college? 
Tune in to Getting In, a college coach conversation for tips, techniques, and insider perspectives. Hosted by Elizabeth Heaton, a former admissions officer at the University of Pennsylvania and featuring her fellow admissions and college finance experts from Bright Horizons College Coach. The show shares what colleges are really looking for and how to highlight your hard-won achievements for the best chance at success. New episodes air every Thursday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Do you know that over 70% of Americans with severe disabilities are unemployed? Are you one of the 2.5 million Americans with epilepsy? If you are or know someone struggling with these issues, tune in to Disability Matters with Joyce Bender. On the show, Joyce will discuss these issues as well as others. She will have on nationally known guests that will offer helpful insight on disability matters and let you, the listener, call in with your questions and concerns. So if you struggle with a disability or know someone who does, listen to Disability Matters with Joyce Bender. Heard every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time here on VoiceAmerica.com. As humans, we suffer when we believe we are not good enough. We are taught we must be better, look better, try harder, and achieve more. We cope with the stress and disappointment of life in ways that make us feel worse and keep us stuck in a cycle of unworthiness. We don't have to live this way. You don't have to live this way. Kirsten and her guests will share how self-acceptance and unconditional self-love can help you break this cycle and find freedom. Listen to Giraffe Tango Octopus, Freedom for Humans, with Kirsten Johansson, Wednesdays at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern, on the Voice America Variety Channel. Tune in to The Patricia Raskin Show on VoiceAmerica.com every Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time. This is the program that helps you turn obstacles into opportunities, challenges into solutions, and find answers to tough questions with the award-winning powerhouse voice of radio, Patricia Raskin. So tune in and call in to The Patricia Raskin Show, Mondays at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time, right here on the Voice America Variety Channel. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com You are listening to All Around Sports with your host, John Inglesby. Become a part of today's show by calling 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Or by sending an email to IIR at Comcast.net. Now back to the show. Voice America listeners, welcome back to segment two of All Around Sports. And I am your host, John Inglesby. To join the show, the call-in number is 1-866-472-5788. Or you can email me at IIR at Comcast.net. And it's that time of the show when our weekly call-in expert, A.P. Studham, veteran multimedia personality who covers SEC football and basketball and many other sports as well, joins us. And AP, how are you doing today? Hey, doing great, John. Thank you so much for having me on the show. Well, thank you for joining us as always. And there must be a lot of excitement down your way because Alabama was named the number one overall seed for the entire tournament on Selection Sunday yesterday. And uh, so they're heading in as the top team in the nation into uh, March Madness. So it's, it, I can't imagine how, people, how excited people must be down your way. Yeah, John, it's unprecedented. First time in program history. 
and plus you have the two games in Birmingham, and they have the following uh, weekend in Louisville. They survived the two games in Birmingham, so it's set up rather nicely for this Alabama team with a um, record-setting 29 victories. If they can win the first two games and go to Louisville, and they'll have a big crowd there and make their way to, down to Houston, which I think they need to do as the overall number one seed at, at the bare minimum get to the Final Four. Couldn't agree more, AP. That, to me, is the uh, minimum standard of success for this Alabama team getting to uh, getting to Houston and the Final Four, as you just said. Um, so, they're playing up in Birmingham, and uh, when is their first game? Thursday or Friday? Thir- oh, I'm looking th- right. Thursday. This 245. Thursday, yeah. Thursday, Saturday, yeah. Thursday at 245, playing a play-in winner and uh up in birmingham they're going to feel right at home there no doubt about that and uh it's going to be great it's going to be great of course they'll be part of 16 games being held on thursday 16 more on friday and uh yeah two of the great days in american sports so it sure is going to be fun to say the least oh yeah and Alabama, as I said, playing in the afternoon on Thursday, and uh, Auburn will be at the same venue. And you have the other number one seed. I guess that's in the Midwest. Houston, Houston will be there. So it's a fantastic thing for the state of Alabama. So um, uh, you know, it's, it's nothing can be better than having the two first rounds in Birmingham to get people excited, win yep. those two games. And then head on to Louisville, which is a, you know, they love basketball up there in the state of Kentucky. And Louisville is one of those places where they've won championships, so they know a championship team. Absolutely. No doubt about it. Legendary program. It certainly didn't have a Louisville type of year this year, but uh, Louisville will be uh, a great spot for March Madness. Yeah, I'm looking, you know, you have some great teams down there. Maryland, West Virginia. Uh, yeah. Kicks it all off at twelve fifteen on Sunday Eastern Time, and uh, and then of course you have Alabama versus a play-in winner, and uh, yeah, Northern Northern Kentucky versus Houston. So Houston and Alabama in the same uh, Birmingham uh, venue. That's that's going to be as you just mentioned earlier. That's going to be exciting to say the least. Yeah, and John, they've played the last couple of years, and that's kind of a contentious relationship because of the endings of the game. There was some questionable calls. Uh, you know, Alabama ended up winning both of those, I believe, back-to-back years. Okay. I think, I think that's what happened. And they went down to Houston this year. I think they were behind by double digits and came back to win. I, I think that's what it, it occurred. But uh, Calvin Sampson and... And Nate Oates, I think there's a little bit of tension. So maybe they'll get a chance to see each other again in Houston, in the this big football stadium. There was an NRG stadium, is that what it is called? Yeah, I believe so, yes. Um, down in Houston? Down in Houston, right, yeah. yeah. They're playing in the football stadium, yes. Exactly. Final yeah, four. That'll be incredible, no doubt about it. So does it appear that Houston and Alabama might be on a collision course in Birmingham? Uh, no, they, they wouldn't. Those are two. What they do, John, is they have, um, I think it's eight teams, but there are two different regions. Okay. Two different regions. 
Got yeah, because Houston, yeah, two, two so different teams they are playing in the same. Yeah, they both advanced. Yeah, they'll they'll head over to Kansas City, I believe, that in that region. All right, all right. I just wanted to absolutely clarify that because that would be uh, <laughs> the game of the year if they were to play this early. Uh, but it's good that right. they're oh, not. Right. Oh yeah. No. Yeah. That's yeah. There's they're both both uh, number number one seeds. So they're they're in the Midwest, which is Kansas City. Alabama's in the South, which is Louisville. Got it. Okay. Even though they're both playing in Birmingham, yeah, you have I, another team in there is Iowa's playing Auburn. That's the other game: Iowa and Auburn, Houston, Northern Kentucky, and then Maryland, West Virginia, and then Alabama with the playing game against Texas Texas A and M University, Corpus Christi, I believe that is, or Southeast Missouri. Right. Okay. Wow. Um... It's going to be great, uh, to say the least. Again, uh, as I referenced earlier, just nothing quite like Thursday and Friday. The, the, le- the playing games have been great in recent years. They're a tremendous appetizer. But Thursday and Friday is when it really gets going all day, all night. And again, two of the best days in all of American sports, no doubt about it. And uh, AP, you have to feel good about how Alabama is, you know, uh, set up right now. I mean... They're your number one overall seed. What else can you say? Yeah, that, I mean, the way they set up the, the, the region, they were assigned the first and second round in the state of Alabama. Yep. Uh, in Birmingham. And, you know, Alabama's a team with length, athleticism, can shoot you out of the game with those three-point shots if they're hot. I mean, there's nobody – I mean, there's very few teams who can hang with them, I believe, if they're hot from the three-point line. Right. As we know, the game of basketball, and I always like to emphasize it, Sean, get the ball in the basket. You can listen to all these commentators about the defense, the rebounding, the passing, the chemistry, but watch the team that's putting the ball in the basket. That's what matters in the game of basketball. It's not football where you're holding down the score. Uh, the team that is hot that day, they're going to have the best chance to win. Yes, just fill it up. Fill up the basket. That's it. Um <laughs> No doubt about it. And speaking of three-point shooting, uh, Penn State, I, I talked about this in the first segment. I, was, of course, was very pleased with their run through the Big Ten all the way to the championship game where they almost where they had a chance to win it at the end they against did. Purdue. They did. And, yeah, and Purdue is the number one seed. Uh, and Purdue held on. But, you know, this Penn State team reminds me almost a little bit of uh, the Warriors in basketball. I mean, they're, they're and, and the Celtics for that matter. You know, they're in it to shoot the three. I mean, that's how that's their game. And they're pretty darn good yes, at it. Yes. And they kept coming back from these deficits yesterday against Purdue with, you know, by just hitting a couple, two, three threes. And then, uh, boom, they're right back in the game. And it just sort of went on and on and on to the very end, to the last play of the game. So... Uh, where they, of course, uh, had a play designed to shoot a three to win it. <laughs> so, uh, oh, yeah. yes. Oh, yeah. Penn State's in John, the mix. John, they have an All-American type player on their team, right? Yes, Pickett. He is just fa- fantastic. He's a good ball player. Yes, very good ball player. And uh, so, yeah, and, of course, the coach of Penn State was a protege of the coach of Purdue, Matt Painter, and... Uh, so, yeah, he's, uh, you know, he's got the program on the right track uh, just for Penn State. You know, 
just making the tournament is an achievement. It just is. And uh, oh yeah. And now they go, you know, number yeah. ten seed go up against Texas A and M on Thursday night, I believe. So it should be good. That's a tough draw, but like I say, if they're yes. putting the ball in the basket, John, that's all that matters. And John, just to point out the uh, impressive career that uh, Jalen Pickett has had at mm-hmm. Penn State, he is the first All-American at Penn State since 1955. There you go. That says it all. Wow. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's Penn State looks like they might kind of reminds me of where Alabama was a few years back. You know what I mean? Where they're just uh, obviously a famous football school like Alabama and Penn State both. And suddenly uh, they're making noise in the world of basketball, college basketball. And, uh, you know, you have to just assume uh, that maybe things are going to get better from here. And look at, again, I remember having this conversation a few years ago about Alabama as the up-and-coming football school, but in the world of college basketball and could be a very similar right. situation here. Oh, yeah. John, I always think that, that that term, football school, basketball school, that was used as a negative recruiting remark to recruit. Correct. Because, let's face it, you're University of Florida. You win back-to-back titles in basketball. You're there you LSU. Go. You're getting to the Final Four, okay? Um, George has been to the Final Four in basketball. Of course, it's been a long time. But, you know, Florida State's been to the Final Four. Uh, I'm trying to think of some other schools involved in football. Oklahoma's been to the Final Four. USC. Uh, Michigan's been to the Final Four. Yeah, um, USC, up-and-coming program. Which, which, which one's which one? U- USC. Okay, they've been to the I, Final Four in basketball. There you go. I mean, they're just oh. – uh, I'm not sure if they've been to a Final Four, but uh, – right. But yeah, a famous. Yeah, they have, they, have, they have a good team against the NCAA every year, right? So I, I just always was very reluctant to use that term because there's nothing to stop the basketball team from being good. I mean, Correct. the football coach is not sabotaging basketball because it's his advantage when he's bringing bringing in recruits on a Saturday during the basketball season. Everybody's excited; it's a full house, and they're they're cheering the the football recruits that are in the Coliseum or in the arena. So this idea that you can't win at both, I, I don't buy it. I never have bought it. I, it just, right. It's not logical. You have all the resources. If, you, if you're at a big football school, uh, once again, I'm using that term reluctantly, you have so, so many resources, as many as anyone in the country, Correct. to help you with your re- recruiting uh, numbers. And it's less players. You can only have 13-ounce scholarships, so each year you're trying to get Oh, and let me just fluctuate, of course, two to seven or eight players, something like that, which is not the same as football when they're trying to get 25 or 30 every year. So that takes a much bigger budget. So you don't need as much money. You have the facility that's already built for you. And I, I just think that it's in your best interest to be good at every sport. And forget this basketball-football uh Clash. It, it, I don't. I don't think it exists. I don't think it ever existed. Now, do they get along? Do the basketball coach get along with the football coach? Maybe sometime they don't. But they're for the same school. They should. Yes, and they can I, help each other. They can help I, each other. Yeah. Well, the fact that their a brand name already exists from the football. You, you know, and we're going back a while now. Like you said, I, I think everything is just. You know, all that's just simply disappeared. 
and Penn State is simply the latest example. Another very good example is actually is TCU. I think they're a number six seed. They, of course, yes. made it to the national championship game in football. And there's a lot of people think they have a chance to make a run in the tournament. So there's just a, another classic example, to say the least. Right, right. We saw Baylor win the win the basketball for the men's and the women, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. They, they've always been noted to, to play in the, the the old Southwest Conference and then the, the Big Twelve football. So it can be done. You have to, it's the it's always the leadership, Don. Correct. Always the lead, Who is your leader of the program? Coaching. Yep. Coaching. Absolutely, no doubt about it. AP. It's just. Uh, you know, it looks like Penn State has found that coach. That's really the overall point that we're making. Right. Um, and right. and here they are. They've been, you know, heading to this direction, and they simply uh, uh, finally had that run that you look for in the Big Ten uh, tournament championship. So it was great. Uh, AP, hard to believe we've come to the end of our first segment together. Still a lot more to get to, which we'll do on the other side. Voice America is on your favorite smart speaker. If you have Alexa or Google Home, go ahead and give us a try. Hey, Alexa, play Finding Your Frequency podcast on TuneIn. Today, our 40s sit firmly in midlife. We are starting to feel our place and have many productive years ahead. But now is the best time to plan for our future life. Listen for 45 Forward with host Ron Roel. From retirement to health and technology to caring for our parents, no topic is off the table. We don't have a roadmap to our actual future, but we can start to plan more effectively. Tune into 45 Forward, Mondays at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, noon Pacific Time, on the Voice America Variety Channel. Psych Up Live with host Dr. Suzanne Phillips offers a psychological perspective on coping with common and current life issues. This show addresses topics as varied as marital stress, insomnia, depression, raising teens, campus violence, and building self-resilience. Listen in as Dr. Phillips and her guest experts share the latest in books, findings, and information that will inform and enhance your life journey. Psych Up Live is heard every Thursday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. From the trials of managing a multi-owned hunting property to a rigorous hunting competition and a look into the 88% of all U.S. beef that comes from family-owned ranches, this week on The Revolution, we're focusing on homegrown. Joining Jim and Trav will be Randy Birdsong with King of the Raven and River Class from Ranch America. The Revolution is presented by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, World Fishing Network, and My Outdoor TV. Saturdays at 9 a.m. Pacific, noon Eastern on the Voice America Variety Channel. Tune in every Friday to get your weekend kickoff early. Join the legendary G. Keith Alexander for What's Hot Harlem America. The flagship show of the new Harlem America Digital Network has something for everyone. From the latest in entertainment to empowerment, health and wellness, and more, we'll bring you a variety of fresh viewpoints, voices, and ideas. What's Hot Harlem America with G. Keith Alexander can be heard every Friday at 1 p.m. in New York and 10 a.m. Pacific Time on The Voice America Variety Channel. You 
You are listening to All Around Sports with your host, John Inglesby. Become a part of today's show by calling 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Or by sending an email to iir at comcast.net. Now back to the show. Voice America listeners, welcome back to segment three of All Around Sports. And I am your host, John Inglesby. To join the show, the call-in number is one 866 472-5788 or you can email me at iir at comcast.net and back on the line with us is our weekly call-in expert A.P. Studham veteran multimedia personality who covers SEC football and basketball and many other sports as well and A.P. we talked last segment of course about March Madness Selection Sunday yesterday and Alabama where you're located is the number one overall seed for the entire tournament uh, with uh, starting in Birmingham on Thursday afternoon. And AP, we touched on that, of course, and Purdue uh, with their victory over Penn State being a number one seed. Uh, two, uh, the other two number one overall seeds are Houston and Kansas. And uh, Houston is, of course, the home of the Final Four. Uh, you'll be there. Um, so what, what are your thoughts about Houston? They, of course, lost perhaps their best player due to injury for yesterday's championship game, which they lost. Uh, but certainly the committee forgave that, knowing that, again, their best player was not on the floor yesterday. Right, John. Yeah, I mean, Calvin Sampson's teams, are they emphasize the defense. They usually don't score a lot of points. Um, so uh, sometime they, they really throw have a game where they're throwing up bricks. I mean, just, they can't make a basket. So they're relying on the defense and, you know, if, if you, you've got to get by some tight ball games, probably make, make, make some free throws down the stretch, make a basket off of inbounds play or something down, down the stretch or something like that. But it becomes difficult if you have trouble scoring. But, hey, they won all those games. Obviously, they know how to win. And they're number one seed. Oh, no doubt. 31-2, so and you know, two, I think. What a sparkling yeah, they, record. Yeah, whatever that the big, huge number, huge number. Huge. If, if, they're, you know, if their best player is not available and he's one of their top scorers, that, that really puts them in a bind. Yes, and I even heard. He had a, he had a, strain, he had a strained groin, so. Mm-hmm. Okay, if they can get by these first couple of games, maybe they have a couple of weeks. You know, maybe they have like 10 days, let's say, 10, more than 10 days to get him healthy, give him some time off. Correct. Correct. Exactly what he needs. And uh, so that, that's going to bear watching. And I believe uh, yes. uh, Kelvin Sampson had some tragic news on a personal level over the weekend where. Uh, Perhaps a sibling passed away, if I'm not mistaken. Um, just a, a horrible story. So, um, yeah. So, Houston is, I mean, everybody's rooting for them to get to the Final Four in their home arena. So, so, well, not really. They're playing at the uh, Texas football stadium, but certainly their home city. Right. And uh, right. so that would be fun to see. Again, we talked last week. Uh, you know, about the glorious history of Houston basketball, it really is, but uh, 
they'd like to bring home a national championship. They've had some legendary teams, but have not brought it home. Uh, maybe this will be the year for them. They've had, and again, we're, we're partial to them because you and I covered the American Athletic Conference, of which they're a member, uh, since day one. So good to see them in there, and uh, it's it's going to be fun, AP. And uh, Kansas is Kansas. You know, what, what else can you say? Um, just And Bill Self, you know, kind of, Fascinating off-court news, you know, this this weekend. Uh, Bill Self has been in the hospital. Uh, the coach of defending national champion Kansas uh, was discharged yesterday, and they play at 2 p.m. on Thursday out of Des Moines, uh, where they'll be playing number 16 seed Howard. Um, so, yeah, Kansas, uh, quality team, to say the least. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Kansas is. I mean, Bill Self was one of the best coaches in America. No doubt. He knows how to prepare his team, and he has the temperament to to be on that sideline when things get tight. Mm-hmm. Hard decisions need to be made. He's he's experienced and he's a Hall of Fame coach, John. Oh, no doubt about it. Absolutely, Hall of Fame coach. Um, you know, one school that I am watching, I'm kind of partial, is the College of Charleston. And I think their record, speaking of teams with great records like Houston, uh, I think they won uh, 31 games. Uh, College of Charleston, and I say that because I've stayed in Charleston on a few occasions right at a hotel, literally right beside the campus. It's practically part of the campus. I think the College of Charleston bookstore is in the hotel that I stay in right downtown and there's a lot of people got their eye on them AP they have had like the year of years and uh, I see where they're playing their number 12 seed and they're playing not far from here up in Orlando which is hosting uh, games Thursday and Friday uh, into the weekend uh, and they're playing San Diego State there's a team you know a team like Kansas with some serious DNA uh, in their basketball uh, history. So I just think that they're one of those teams you really want to watch. Uh, you, you know, we're all looking for, you know, the Cinderella team that's going to make a run, and I think they're on a lot of people's list. Right, and they got a good a good draw to be yep. down in Orlando, not not very far. Correct. You can drive it. <laughs> Yeah, that, that that helps you, right, John? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Another one that caught my eye, uh, Princeton uh, is coming out of the Ivy League, and they're playing their 15 seed, uh, playing number two Arizona out in Sacramento. But Princeton, AP, it just reminded me, those famous teams. It, it wasn't all that long ago when Princeton went to the NCAA tournament every single year. They were so dominant in the Ivy League right. as a basketball school under coach Pete Carrill, legendary, and nearly pulled off some of the biggest upsets in tournament history uh, with their deliberate style of play. Yeah, that was a nightmare. If you saw Princeton on your line. Yeah, exactly. I mean, oh, my gosh, we have to play them. Oh, oh my gosh. We're, that's a team makes very few mistakes. They're so patient yep. and deliberate, as you stated, and it drives our team, which is trying to play fast, 
It makes us impatient, and consequently, we're making mistakes that we normally don't uh, during the average game. Our turnovers are going to be more against a team that's not even as athletic as us, but they're uh, pushing us to, to make those mistakes. Oh, absolutely. No, they're, they're just – and when I think of, you know, Princeton, I think of final scores that are like 50 to 49, you know, uh, yeah. Yeah. typically. Uh, but, yeah, hey, it works for them. Nothing wrong with that. Another team, speaking of Orlando, hosting uh, games this week, Duke. Duke has suddenly come alive uh, here late in the season. Uh, so they're going to be uh, – down in Orlando again, pretty good draw for them. They're hosting, uh, they're not hosting. They're playing Oral Roberts uh, at the Amway Center. I was just there for a Celtics game, first time ever in the Amway Center, just a few weeks ago. AP, I wanted to see, always wanted to see the Celtics on the road, and I finally got to see them. Spe- yeah, right. spectacular arena. And uh, right, and, and Oral Roberts, thirty wins. That's, yes, that's a lot of win- winning basketball, John. Thirty wins. Yeah, and you talk about a, a school with a history and a DNA, Oral Roberts. They were another school like Princeton back in the day where they were just perennially in the NCAA tournament coming out of, you know, a smaller conference. And uh, here they are again, and that should be a fascinating game. John Shire, you had the, coach, the new coach of Duke succeeding, you know, one of the toughest successions in the history of sports coming in after Coach K, but he did not lose a home game this year. Um, pretty impressive. Yeah. And here he impressive. has them. Very impressive uh, at Cameron Indoor. And here he is now. Uh, you know, they're on a roll heading into the tournament. As much of a roll as mm. practically any team in America. Yeah. John, is he from Illinois? Somewhere in Illinois. Like, did he grow up there? Yeah, that's what I'm... I can't remember hmm. if I heard that somewhere. I'm not sure. But I remember him well is, as a player. Yeah, but if he, but if he is, that's the second person from Illinois, consecutively from Illinois, to Coach Duke. Right, Coach K, of course, from Chicago. That's a good point. Wow. I, I, um, I, I I'm not sure. I have to check it. But you know what's an interesting uh, matchup? I think the, the second game would be between Duke and if Tennessee gets by Louisiana. Louisiana's a Sun Belt Conference champion. But right. Tennessee, you know, playing without their point guard, but they played great defense. Exactly. Struggled a little bit on offense. Yeah. Tennessee, but like Houston. That would be a nice has, matchup. Yeah. Tennessee, like Houston, is holding their breath for their start, one of their starting guards to come back because they're, uh, <laughs> you know, a different team without them. Like Houston is without yeah, yeah, yeah. their he, star. He's out, John. I think, he, I think he's out, John. Oh, he's out, out. ACL, I believe he's yeah, I think oh. he's out with the ACL. Yes. Okay, so they're not holding their breath. They're uh, they're going to manage without him. But yeah, they've had a good year, a good team, quality team, no doubt about it. And uh, so yeah, that, so that's going to be interesting to watch. No, uh, you know, uh, Duke Tennessee. That would be a great matchup, no doubt about it. Yeah, I like that player for for Tennessee, Santiago Vesco Vescovi. Okay. Yep. I like. <laughs> Yeah, I like to watch him play. I had a chance to visit with him in Birmingham at the SEC Media Days. And then we I had a chance to watch Tennessee and Maryland play in Brooklyn. Uh, it was in December. I was there covering the Heisman, so I went over there on Sunday. There were four basketball games that day. Iona was one of the teams, 
They played the okay. early game. I had a chance to speak to Rick Pitino for a moment. And cool. then I watched Tennessee defeat Maryland. It was a strange game, John, one of the strangest I've ever seen because Tennessee held Maryland to one field goal in the first half. They had a couple three-pointers and some free-throw shots, I believe. And that was oh, it. My. And there was a wide margin, like maybe 15 to 20 points, and Maryland came all the way back, ended up being a tight ball game, and Tennessee prevailed in the end. Interesting. Wow. Well, that's a good win over Maryland. Uh, no doubt about that. Uh, AP, we've come to our, the end of our second segment together. So why don't we take our break now? And still a few more things to get to on the other side. So don't go anywhere. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. Listen for Go to Health Radio, featuring host Jonathan Marks and health experts from around the world who bring evidence-based education from Western, alternative, and holistic practices. We bring together you, seeking relevant and proven information for your healthcare needs and reputable healthcare experts and companies who offer quality education for your benefit. Monthly, we also share continuing education for medical professionals. Listen live every Wednesday at 12 noon Pacific Time and 3 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Variety. Did you know that millions of people around the world do not have children? And yet the personal and professional experiences of people without children remain largely unacknowledged across cultures and within our personal networks. Public and workplace policies, media narratives, and educational content often reflect an unconscious bias, rendering our experiences invisible. New Legacy Radio engages these missing conversations with the voices of our community and allies, and through committed action for meaningful change. New Legacy Radio, Tuesdays at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, on the Voice America Variety Channel. Want an insider's pass to everything that goes on in Hollywood? Join Summer Helene every week for Behind the Scenes. Summer Helene is known as the Duchess of Hollywood because she knows the insiders, legends, and celebs and brings the stories, the gossip, and the backstage scoop. It's the real Hollywood, though. So this program is for adults only. Behind the Scenes can be heard live every Friday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time and 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Tune in to Melody Edmondson's The Space of the Waste radio program. This companion piece to her successful guidebook series, The Space of the Waste, focuses on body types and how to make your waist length flattering, no matter what your body type is. Guests include designers, merchandise managers, factory owners, and more. You'll also find out what accessories will complement your body shape and waist length. Tune in every Tuesday at noon Pacific Time and 3 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Variety. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in your brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one Internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. You are listening to All Around Sports with your host, John Inglesby. Become a part of today's show by calling 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Or by sending an email to iir at comcast.net. Now back to the show. We're some America listeners. 
Welcome back to the fourth and final segment of All Around Sports. I am your host, John Inglesby, and back on the line with us is our weekly call-in expert, A.P. Statham, veteran multimedia personality who covers SEC football and many other sports as well, and basketball, to be sure. And speaking of basketball, my pick of the week for appointment viewing is, of course, as I've been saying throughout the show, the March Madness play-in games to next two nights, and then Thursday and Friday, two of the great days in American sports with uh, March Madness games all day, all night. It's going to be awesome. And AP, we've been, of course, talking about March Madness throughout the show. And uh, to your point earlier, you you do have verification that John Shire is indeed from the same state as the man he succeeded, the legendary Coach K. Yeah, John, from, from Illinois. That's really interesting. The two coaches yes. back-to-back are from the state of Illinois, and he was Mr. Illinois Basketball, won a national championship playing for Duke with a second-team All-American. and So that, that's a great story for him. It's a great story. Uh, the, 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 these are the kind of factoids that you can get on this show. So, uh, And you, of course, are the man who can come up with them. So it's... Uh, no, it's great stuff. And again, just hats off to him. I mean, to step into that yeah, job. Yeah, he was a he was a McDonald's All American. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Um, no, he's uh, again. He's been on the staff. He he was certainly felt like and appears to be the hand picked successor to Coach K. Uh, always had the impression when that was first announced that. Coach K himself, I'm sure with a lot of help and discussion with uh, the powers that be at Duke, but uh, it always felt like he was the chosen one by Coach K, and he has done his former coach proud here in year one, as I mentioned earlier, undefeated at home in Cameron Indoor, and playing well now as they roll into the tournament and uh, winning the ACC tournament on Saturday night. Uh, They're looking good. They're on a win streak, sounds like maybe eight in a row, something like that. All their players are healthy, a lot of couple of freshmen, and uh, so it should be fun, AP. I mean, Duke, you know, Duke is Duke. What else can you say? Duke yeah, is still John, Duke. Was, Let's put it that know, way. Quite a Duke few, is still Duke. Yeah. <laughs> but go ahead. I'm oh, sorry. I didn't oh, yeah. interrupt. And I was, say, I was just going to interject, John, that you know, there's some um, Duke players that are head coaches. In Division One yes. basketball, so it wasn't like there was wasn't um, a fertile um, group of coaches that they could have selected. Oh, no doubt about it. And I believe Jeff Cable, who was on Coach K's staff, I believe forever, uh, he's right. now the head coach at Pitt, and Pitt's in a playing playing game here in the next day or two. Correct? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pittsburgh. I'm not sure the game they're playing, but uh, Pittsburgh leading them to the tournament. Yep, Pitt is playing Mississippi State tomorrow at 9, 10 p.m. Eastern Time. AP, a couple of other games of interest that Iona and UConn, you kind of referenced earlier about Iona, coached by Rick Pitino versus UConn, number four seed. They've had a good year. Uh, That that, that game with you and I in our New England uh, history, Certainly are going to be yes. curious about that game, uh, to say the least. And, of course, Iona used to have 
famous player, Jeff Ruland. We all remember him. Um, so that that's going to be a fun game to watch. Yeah, and John, there's the uh, rumblings that Rick Pitino might be going to St. John's. Correct. Exactly right. Yes. Yes. It's a it's a Northeast story. Of course, he coasted BU, Boston University. Uh, and, you know, so quite the Boston history, not to mention the Celtic <laughs> tenure. Um, right. Yeah. So, yeah. John, I don't, I don't know if there's been a, a coach, and I'm talking about any sport, if you could think of this, it's in a category that has coached so, so many popular brand names in Rick Pitino. I mean, I just can't think of somebody. Right. Louisville, Kentucky. around, you know, Kentucky. Louisville, the Boston Celtics, the New York Knicks, Providence, Providence right? College. Yep. I mean, those are all <laughs> high-profile brand names in their day. Oh, to say the least. Oh, no doubt about it. Uh, well, he has now, I think, become the ultimate uh, example of a basketball lifer. I think he, given his age and whatnot and the brand names, like you right. said, the history, he has now arrived as perhaps the ultimate lifer in basketball, kind of along the lines of Larry Brown. I think so. Yeah, Larry Brown is the other one you could bring up, right? He coached um, UCLA, Kansas, um, in the pro ball. So what was it, Denver, maybe Carolina way back. Uh, they coached San Antonio, Indiana, Indianapolis. I mean, Indiana Pacers, I mean. Yeah. Um, but I think I – think um, yeah, maybe those two you, you could probably debate, probably debate. And that's right. any sport. I, I mean, football, I can't even think about. And football, it's got to be what Bill Parcells. Right. There you go. Good that's example. That's in the pro, the pro ranks, but he, he didn't coach the, the in the college ranks. You know, Paul Brown coached Ohio State and, of course, the Browns, you know, founded the Cleveland Browns, or that name, Cleveland Browns, and um, Cincinnati Bengals, of course, as well. But I think in basketball, it's got to be Larry Brown, Rick Pitino, and in pro football, probably Bill Parcells. Yeah, and just to close out the show here, we're down to our final minute. Let's never forget that Bill Parcells coached the linebackers at Army in the late 60s when the basketball coach was a 24-year-old named Bob Knight. And his Bob Knight's point guard was a kid named Mike Shashevsky. <laughs> so we could just leave it there. On, you talk about the planets aligning. That's the classic right there. Right. Oh, yeah, that's um, a good trifecta, John. Oh, uh, the trifecta, to say the least. Uh, well, AP, great talking basketball with March Madness with you. Thanks, as always, for calling in. And uh, great perspective. And uh it, it, good luck to Alabama. I'm sure it's going to be exciting for hey, you all down there. Hey, thank you, John. Yeah, we, we'd like to see one SEC team in there anyway at the Final Four in Houston. No doubt about it. Well, I think the chances are pretty strong. Uh, and as always, thank you all for listening to All Around Sports. And we look forward to doing it all again next Monday at noon Eastern time. Thanks again for tuning into All Around Sports with your host, John Inglesby. Be sure to tune in again next Monday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, 12 noon Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have a terrific weekend, and we'll talk sports again next week.